0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. What's up, guys? I know it's been a while, guys. Thank you for hanging out. My name is Tara Devlin. The uh, let, let me—I see the chat room filling up. Thank you, Jim, for your super chat already right out of the gate. All right, is it another great show? I hope so. And Richard Jubb. W- Thank you, Richard. Another great show, Tara. It just began, even though we've had a lot of technical problems. So I'm waiting to see how how is it sound? Did you hear the music? <laughs> I guess we'll figure it out together. We're doing it live, and we're also just letting you know that the past few days, you guys know I've been having computer problems, and um, hopefully... They're solved for now. We'll see. I ended up having to erase the entire hard drive. I had to. I actually hired somebody from um, what's that? Thumbtack, a computer person, and uh, putting aside how annoying that whole experience was, but my whole um, computer was was wiped basically. Yes, sounding good. You didn't hear the music though. Hmm. That makes me very confused. Let me see if I play it now. If you guys can hear it. Well, actually, let me play another piece of music. Can you hear that? So, everything sucks. Let me know if you can hear that. If you hear that funky loop boom 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 ba, boom boom funky loop funky loop oh yeah yeah i'm waiting for the feedback if you hear it otherwise you're just listening to me bum 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 bum, 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 bum. yep yep do you not you don't hear it what the fuck how is this happening why you do not hear the music Ba 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 Okay, well I'll stop it. Well this is the music I was listening to. It's in my headphones. Ugh. Oh Ecam, why 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 do you always have to hurt me so Ecam See it's in my headphones? Why, why, why does, why do I hurt? So now I got to figure out what the hell that's about. Okay, well, who cares? We don't, we we won't use the music tonight. Clearly. I knew there was going to be problems. I don't know how to figure it out, though. That's the problem. How the fuck? It's supposed to just work. So I'm hoping that I don't know, whatever. I, know. I can't do that live on the air. Maybe now. Is it working now? I don't know. I'll have to check. I'll have to do this. Uh, wait, what, what about now? <laughs> I'm like, I keep saying, I'll have to do this later, but then I'm like, what about now? Let's see. And, and it's also beeping on the... Uh, like, it, like it is, it should be going out over the air. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, I know, you're right. Everyone on the chat is like, what the hell? I don't look very good in this light, either. Unless it's just my eyes playing tricks on me. Why is that not working? Okay, well... Oh, ah, I know why. Now I know. I think I know why. I knew this was going to happen. It's because of all of, you know, everything I had to redo. So we're going to find out together what's working and what's not working, which is really annoying. Because I, you know, I've obviously, um, yeah. Now it's telling me, eCam will not be able to record the contents of your screen until it is quit. Oh well, I'll I'll have to do it later. All right, guys. I hope, um, you know, we'll see what happens. As far as I have some clips I was going to play, but if they're not working, let's see. If uh, if they're not working, then. We'll, I'll have to just explain what's going on. I know. Let's, let's get to work in a minute. Give me one minute here. Hold on. Terror buster And you see? You see, this is what you got to do. You do it anyway. Even when you, when everything sucks, you you just do it anyway. What about this? Last night, oh, well, I was going to allow them to put me on a ventilator. Worst case scenario. Where am I? You can't hear me, right? Fuck, I'm really sorry. We're going to, we will, I, I, I actually do know somewhat what I'm doing. What's happening? I know. <laughs> People on the chat, what's happening? Okay, if I do this, let me show picture in picture. That's why you couldn't hear me. All right, so listen. I'm sorry, guys. No audio from your mic. <sighs> relax now, Tara Devlin, relax. What about now? there's me how about now can you hear me now i know you you guys are you have the patience of a saint a color one one big giant saint together no okay good all right i'm back (laughs) guys mark thank you i just want to thank you mark and jim and pookie's mama irene and uh, who else is on the chat that's helping? Um, Richard W, of course, and Jim. Guys, thank you so much for 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 this, for helping and keeping. That's what I'm saying. This is a community show. We just proved it right now. And thank you, Jim, and Richard, and Pookie's Mama Irene for your super chat. So, okay, a couple of things I want to talk about. We've been we uh, we've. Uh, been away for a few days because of the computer and it's obviously we still got problems but we could still do a show i mean it's not going to be uh, it's never the, the greatest show on earth but it's it's what we got right and we're doing what we can to make this world a better place to get the word out the liberal media this is it you're looking at it why are we looking at this guy in a bed right now okay i feel bad for him because i'm a human being this is one of the um plethora or plethora however you pronounce it um f- of um dumbasses sorry uh, who are now dying in the hospital or maybe they've already died some of them have and they are expressing regret for not for not getting the goddamn vaccine get the vaccine you dumbasses not you guys normal people are get have gotten the vaccine unless there's a and uh, you know an actual physical reason they can't they can't but these there's no excuse for them and um i now uh, we're watching all of these right-wing s- the surges in right-wing states of covid of course and it's gonna get worse this delta variant apparently is incredibly contagious so it's going to get worse. And the, we're getting reports from these red States where they are, the, the hospitals are just overwhelmed. And it's like the beginning of the the worst days of the pandemic is now, now, now they're experiencing it. See, we experienced that here in New York. This was ground zero for, for COVID back a, a year and a half ago. And, but we're not dumbasses. I mean, there, not that there aren't dumbasses here. We know that. But there's not none of this B.S. about taking the vaccine uh, as if it's some kind of badge of honor that you're all of the sudden people um, are equating vaccines with uh, something to do with not being free i don't know if you're uh if you can't (laughs) live you're not free so um if they had their way i suppose we'd still have polio and and uh what's the other ones they eradicated well measles is almost not is measles eradicated well whatever you know what i'm saying we know polio for for a fact and um I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of them. I don't. I uh, see. I do feel bad for him, in a uh, to a degree, I feel bad a little bit. But the other part of me—the only reason I feel bad for him—is because he says, "I know I made a mistake. I messed up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, let's play this. Here's uh, this guy was on CNN. And he's bet and he's begging people to n- don't be like him and get the vaccine. Well, it's not, not Make a decision if I was going to allow them to put me on a ventilator. Worst case scenario. And I don't want to be on one, but I want to live. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm a, a lonely. Last night, I've come to the realization that the chances of me not being able to give my daughter away at her wedding is greater than walking out. I had to make a phone call to my 14-year-old son. And I had to tell him what I thought my dream was giving my daughter away at the office. All right, let's... Just an aside, giving your daughter away. When I hear that, it just... It makes me think of um, property. So it's... I I know it's a throwback to times we should probably leave in history's trash pile when women were property and they were passed on from uh, father to husband or even if they were... if. They didn't have a husband, then they'd be passed on to a brother who might be a younger brother, or um, they definitely weren't allowed to be um, uh, fully autonomous creatures. So, that whole giving your daughter away thing, um, no offense, gets on my nerves, okay. Who are you to give anybody away? All right, this is a <laughs> clearly it's an aside on her special day me i'm gonna give her to someone some other man because she's just a woman and now it's up to him to take care of her his i'm giving him my property my property here you go but i won't be able to be there to give my daughter who is my property to uh, her husband who will be his property. I won't be here uh, maybe because I'm it now we had to have that discussion because I didn't take a virus a vaccine. I mean I took the virus, that's for sure. I inhaled it deep at some damn probably some super spreader event. I just knocked everything over too and pulled out my own headphones. <sighs> but okay, it's probably hard to hear him if you're on the podcast listening. He says, I messed up big time, you guys. I didn't get the vaccine. That's okay. I made a mistake. I admit it. I'm taking responsibility. Well, that makes one of you. That's what that's one of the party of personal responsibility. Taking some responsibility. Okay, that's a step in the right direction. I'm and I I pray. What else does he say? So he goes, uh, f- This is what really gets on my nerves, too. So please, for the love of God, if you really want to have a chance, don't fall for all the TV rhetoric and social media. Just protect yourself. Well, what TV rhetoric? What, what TV are you watching, fool? Are you watching that right-wing propaganda swill cesspool? Yeah, I would. I would make. I would bet. Bet my bottom dollar on it. Don't fall for the TV rhetoric and the social media. Not, well, stay off right-wing social media. That's the problem. Conservatism is the problem. No matter what. No matter what. What is whatever problem you have. You never add conservatism. Well, maybe. Well, let's see. Never. When would you add conservatism to something to make it better? Well, I suppose. What's conservative? I mean, not in politics, because I'm thinking about in personal life, like, for example, being an addict in recovery. Of course, conservatives, would, I guess you would say, uh, Not not imbibing, that would be conservatism in a way, right? But... I don't know, whatever, that's a stretch. The, the fact is, in public life, in politics, when does conservatism make anything better? And I, I'm open to um, your suggestions, or if, if I'm wrong here, does anybody have any, any examples when conservatism made something better? Because all it does is it's the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness, not, you know, and, and not giving a shit about anybody else but yourself. That's it, which is selfishness <laughs> in a nutshell. It's not patriotic. It is the, the, this is the hill these freaks are literally dying on now. I don't give a crap about anybody else but themselves. Well, good, because human beings are interconnected, asshole. So um, regardless whether you care and you don't want to do your part the coronavirus doesn't give a crap so because we're in this together i guess the coronavirus knows more than conservatism does since conservatism is nothing but the uh nothing but selfishness that's what it is it's it is the excuse for being selfish well, it's, it's so many other things, too. It's racism. I mean, this is what it comes down to. These people are, are, are searching for their... I mean, what the other thing is, excuse me as I interrupt my own thought, but why are these people? I mean, it's always the white people. I, I can understand how, you know, um, the, our um, Americans, our fellow Americans of darker pigment uh, who are wary of government, I mean, they have the uh, they have a legitimate reason Um uh, wary of government, wary of vaccines, wary of medical intervention. It's given the history of ra- of racism in this country and uh, people being infected with herpes and withheld the cure because of they were part of a study, they had no idea they were part of. I mean, such unethical, vile, you know, things like that, which is straight out of uh, Joseph Mengele, for F's for sake. So I could understand the hesitancy there. But what's with these white pricks? It's all of them. And they, who, what, what, that's your privilege? Speak. I guess they thought their white privilege was going to save them from uh, a virus who doesn't care in vi- I mean, a mindless virus. And they're making it so the rest of us have to continuously suffer. And this is what gets me irritated most of all, in general, about conservatism and conservatives mm. is that. You know, we always have to hold the bag for them. It's like it's like Trump. It's like everything that Trump touches. Everybody he he gets away scot free while everyone else is holding the the friggin' bag, and that's how it is with conservatives. We're trying. We're doing our part, and we you know we'll take the damn vaccine. Do do your patriotic duty, you dumb bastards. And, uh, but these people have now, uh, we have, we've had to endure them for the entire year. I mean, we've had to endure them our entire lives, but during the pandemic, there's no sense of unity or uh, community spirit. Of course not. They, I mean, they are the antagonists to community spirit. And we've discussed this before, uh, and on the last show, I believe that it's the reason partly why the Republicans would go after their own base and want to kill their own base is because that's they don't care about their their people. I mean, they realize there are suckers are born every minute, and Trump Trumpansies are living proof, of course, but. They understand that um, they are a minority party. They appeal to a minority of of morons, but and and they, they could kill a few of them off. Who cares? Because there will always be another moron to step into the place. But they what they really can't afford, what the leadership and the conservatives, uh, what they can't afford clearly. Because they're all vaccinated. We know that. Um, but they can't afford people, the American people, being unified. That's it. Otherwise, uh, how could they get away with destroying democracy? They didn't come this far. And all of their dirty tricks, destroying democracy, just to turn around and, uh, and all of the sudden pretend and and actually care about the constituents please so this guy was on CNN like others but here you know at least he admitted it that he's wrong that he made a mistake but I mean we could have predicted this right I mean, a, a year and a half ago, when this started, and everyone was like, "Oh, well, all we need is a vaccine," and now, okay, now we got a vaccine. And uh, I, I didn't, I couldn't have really predicted that uh, the conservatives would, you know, uh, want to kill their own people. I, I really didn't predict that, but um, we could have predicted their in inability to to comply to. Um, you know want to be part of a solution that's what it is they're not they're never part of a solution and it's i'm sick of it frankly i'm tired aren't you exhausted i'm tired of this fucking guy frankly and him him and, and all of those like him staring me in the face i'm sorry i made a big mistake we effin' told you so We've been telling you so, and this is another thing that it gets on my nerves about Republicans, conservatives, that we, it's um, we're constantly having to endure their antics. Yet, then, and in the end, uh, we don't even get the the uh, the satisfaction of saying "I told you so." That we're all supposed to be like, okay, f- I feel bad. Good, thank you for uh, encouraging others to get the vaccine honey a little too late enough is enough it's about time the normal people of this country and, and, and normal people of earth in general st- stop um i guess what is it it's uh, it really is enabling these idiots by s- treating their antics as sincere how you what what you have to do is just say shut the f up you're dumb you're being manipulated morons whether they believe it or not use the bully pulpit stop saying um this isn't about republicans and democrats it's about america no it's about republicans it's about them it's always, let's, let's have that conversation. It's been about them forever. And they're, and they're not stopping. So while these people are dying, you saw what, that, see, here's another thing. I don't know, I've got to do something with this camera. Or maybe it's my face. I don't care, whatever. What are you going to do? That's life. Where is it? Where is this damn article? I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of them. I'm just sick of them. Yes. Okay, here we go. Texas GOP official mocked COVID five days before he died of the virus. This is just one. I mean, there's the whole country is awash with stories like this. We're, we're getting more and more of them from sea to shining sea. A GOP official from Texas who regularly espoused anti-vaccine and anti-mask views online has died of COVID-19 five days after posting a meme on Facebook questioning the wisdom of getting inoculated against COVID-19. Dickinson City Council member and State Republican Executive Committee member H. Scott Apley, 45, died in a local hospital around 3 a.m. on Wednesday morning, Oh God! According to a GoFundMe page set up to help his family deal with expenses, which is another thing that gets on my nerves, as you guys know. Why, well, if we had universal health care, you wouldn't need a goddamn GoFundMe page. I mean, come on. He was admitted to the facility in Galveston on Sunday with pneumonia-like symptoms and was hooked up to a ventilator as his condition worsened. So it's only five days since he posted that meme, an anti-vaccination meme. So he must have, I don't know if he was feeling sick at the time or he uh, really succumbs quickly. (sighs) He leaves behind his wife. Melissa, who was also COVID positive, as well as their infant son. Well, that's Republicanism. That's conservatism, in a nutshell. More uh, grieving families, wherever, whether it's your fault or not. I mean, how many Americans are grieving? It's this is a country suffering from from all forms of uh, of mental dysfunctions including ptsd that's the truth that's what i mean this whole country that's part of why i mean this is part of why i can't stand conservatives because they don't give a crap about anybody they don't they hate this country they don't care about this country because if you care about your country you care about your fellow americans and your fellow human beings, you're the, the people visiting the country, the people staying in, in the country, the people who want to be Americans, it, it's, you, if you care about these people, you don't, you don't um, tear the country apart. If you care about your country, you don't, it, you don't just flood it with bullshit and divisive, asshole, friggin', uh, I don't know, just assholeism. I, I, is, that's a word, I suppose, <laughs> that we haven't used as much as we should, really. Assholeism—that's what it is. And see, I could see, I could understand the Russian intelligence flooding social media with the, their anti-American, divisive memes and whatnot, but. Um, you don't have to share it, you know, Republicans don't have to fall for it. They fall for it all the time. And that's why I'm sort of, I'm over it. I really am. I don't know if what other people think, but I am sick of it. I'm sick of having to, it's like having this, um, well, it is. It's like an albatross around our national necks. We constantly have to uh, appeal to it. We have to talk it off, uh, talk it down, or convince it to try to be decent or try to function in democracy. See, look, look at me over here. I'm being an adult. I'm uh, like uh, at, at, for example, in the Senate or in the House. It's the, you know, you see, this is what they do. The Democrats have to, they model decent behavior for these right-wingers in in the hopes that they're going to follow suit. Please. It's over with, for them. It's time. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's time to... I don't know. We'll we'll get to what time it is in a minute, because <laughs> there's many things going on in my head, and one is when I'm saying this, because I'm 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 I want to talk about what happened with Nina Turner as well. So, yeah, I want to talk about that because I'm like, all right, maybe we'll talk about it now, right? This is the way it is. We just I brought it up. Let's talk about it. We can go jump back to COVID if need be, but. Um, right. Okay. The other day, I was on um, FYI Nation with Thomas Reynolds. I was on his show. Oh wait. Of course. I just. I have to look at the time. Because I want to. What time did we start? Okay. I don't. I, you know. It'll be around a two-hour show today. So okay. So I was on Thomas's show on FYI Nation on Tuesday. And then we would discuss. I, know, I said something about I, I have hope for the Democratic Party, or I don't consider it irredeemable. And then, um, yet again, uh, the, the, the so called moderates come out and attack Nina Turner. And I'm sick of it. I'm sick of that, too. So uh, that's why I titled tonight's show Conservatism is the Problem, because it's conservatives on both sides. And I think that the the Democrats, the conservative Democrats, are kind of worse, because they, they are um, so much in denial, too. I don't know. I don't know. See, here's the thing. Um, the whole story about how Bernie was knocked out of the nomination process because James Clyburn jumped in at the last minute and endorsed Jim I mean uh Joe Biden is that's a very convenient um uh, story of course but when they finally dug down into the numbers of of Georgia it wasn't um the because he was saying that it was yet again the um African American community Came to the rescue of the of the moderates because they don't like wokeness or some some bullshit. I don't even know. Um, they don't they like um, they don't like people who want to tear down the party. This is what they're, they're, the the corporate media narrative is, and but when they dug down into the numbers after the election. Um, African American voters, the, the voting block did not increase in, uh, in Georgia. It was actually white men that, uh, put Joe Biden over the top in Georgia. So it wasn't really James Clyburn. I mean, that whole fiction about, um, it was, uh, James Clyburn came in and endorsed and that's therefore it, Bernie was toast, knocked Bernie. So what's the narrative now? I mean, they still repeat the narrative regardless. See, corporate media knows this, but they still have James Clyburn on to to talk about, well, James Clyburn, the kingmaker, he uh, saved Joe Biden's campaign at last minute. This is the story that is now beyond, I mean, it's embedded in our culture, regardless of the fact that it's not 100% true. Yeah, that might have Helped joe biden in some way i don't know but it wasn't um it's not the story it's not the truth what it's not that all of uh, james Clyburn motivated the african-american community in georgia to to vote and uh not for burn I mean, you know what i'm saying the the fact is that's we we do studies on this after the after voting, and they break it down, and that's what what, what was concluded. But also, it goes to it tells you so much about our uh, uh, the the problem of corporate media Be, that they do not. Um, update their information. They stick to a story, a narrative, and they're going to ride that story regardless of the truth. So, just like the right wingers, you understand? They're not the corporate media is not there to educate, and they're there to keep you in your place. It's there to ensure that you you don't um, rise up and do uh, legally and peacefully. What Nina Turner is trying to do, which is have a country to actually work for the people. That's what, that's all progressivism is. That's why, because progressivism and liberalism is, um, is the, um, American way. It is the human thing. People like it. That's why they have to demonize it as much as they do. And it comes from both sides. Nobody likes, I mean, I'm, I'm watching the corporate media again. And as I always do, and I'm hearing them say that, Oh, um, the, what happened with, with Nina Turner, um, it's that the democratic voter doesn't want somebody that's going to come in and, and blow up the whole democratic party. But, That's not, maybe that's some people, maybe, but um, that's also a reflection. of What actually happened to Nina Turner was that in the 11th hour, all of this dark money flooded into the, um, against her, flooded into the, that campaign against her. And, um, it just, when I saw that, of course I knew, I, I had hope that Nina Turner was going to win. She was uh, the foregone conclusion for a long time until the, um, until, uh, what is it? The establishment rallied. It's always, what, why are they always rallying against workers and people who want to make a uh, uh, have a, have the democratic party be the party of the working class again cuz that's all we're talking about that's all Nina Turner's talking about she's she there's nothing radical about progressivism and it's not there's nothing radical about what AOC is talking about what Nina Turner's talking about what Bernie's talking about we're talking about FDR Democratic policies, the policies that got FDR elected to, you know, uh, four landslide terms. <sighs> so here's from Joan Walsh from The Nation writes There will be a lot of loaded national narratives spun about the Ohio 11 special election Democratic par- primary. Mainly, we'll hear that the race was the establishment versus Bernie Sanders insurgency and that the establishment won, with Cuyahoga County Democratic Party chairwoman Chantel Brown being, I mean, besting progressive former state senator and Sanders campaign co-chair Nina Turner. But one uncovered story stands out to me from my first interview covering Turner's campaign, and I cut it from a late draft of my June story about it Starch Turner supporters Samara Knight executive vice president of the SEIU 1199 told me one worry she had Nina hasn't been in this district her whole life yes she was a council member but she's been on the national scene Knight thought turner who was raised in cleveland worked there in politics or academia most of her adulthood but had been in washington dc for several years um could and should overcome it but she didn't in this gerrymandered high poverty cleveland akron district with the cleveland share of it still enthralled to its black political trailblazers okay this is a lot of words Let's get to the goddamn meat of the matter, even though I hate that term, since I don't eat meat. Uh, Let me see. Hold on. Mm. Let me see. Let's see. Let's see. The squat. Okay. 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 Two contrasting Tuesday developments stood out to me as I waited for results. One, the very same day President Biden announced a partial eviction moratorium after members of the squad in Congress refused to let the issue die, even sleeping on the Capitol steps in protest. It occurred to me that Biden showed his respect for the progressive wing of his party better than much of the establishment, which threw almost $6 million behind Brown in her race to bring down the former frontrunner turner raised a bit more let's see oh but, but with outside spending included they looked to be almost tied on election day but um and and let's remind each other uh, not that you need the reminder but nina turner takes no corporate money Hmm. And just even look at the uh, like on Newsweek, the headline: "Nina Turner blames evil money," quote unquote, for loss to Chantel Brown in uh, in Ohio Democratic Party primary. Why is why is that in? Oh, because she said it. Evil money. Well, it's also to diminish what she's saying. It's sort of like to make her seem somewhat of like a kook. Progressive Democrat Nina Turner blamed evil money for her defeat in a special congressional primary election on Tuesday and pledged to make sure other progressive candidates don't have the same experience. Turner lost the Democratic primary, blah, blah, blah. In her concession speech in Cleveland, Turner took special aim at super political action committees. <laughs> exactly. Exactly that had opposed her election and invoked biblical language to describe her defeat. Turner said that Americans have been on a long justice journey through a desert of despair, indifference, inequality, and racism. Uh, what, what, what is wrong with that? Did, where is the, uh, where's the outrage there? Did she say anything that's not true? Through a desert of despair, indifference, inequality, and racism? This is what what we need. We need people who understand what we're up against. And the fact is, just like FDR said, "Judge me by the enemies I've made." The fact that all these dark money groups poured money, and some of them were the um, the uh, Israeli lobby, as if I'm correct, and uh, because they she expressed uh, the notion that palestinians are human beings so that's the that's a bridge too far and uh you know judge her by the enemies judge her by who's against her that's what i think tonight my friends we have looked across the The promised land, but for this campaign on this night, we will not cross the river, she said. Tonight, our justice journey continues, and I'm proud to continue that journey with each and every one of you. And I hope, and I know she will. This has only been, it's only a special election, so we'll see. All is not lost. But the fact is, why is it that whenever someone in the Democratic Party talks about the working people, the how the working class it has gotten the short end of the stick for for generations now. Then in flies Hillary Clinton and Jim Clyburn and all of these other establishment figures. Now it, when I when I heard this again that Jim Clyburn was jumping in and endorsing Chantel Brown. What do you give a shit, Chantel Brown or not? What well, they don't care. What what is it? It's they care if this is what it feels like for the Democratic Party, that the Democratic Party gives a crap more about what Republicans think than they care about what their what their base thinks. And that's the truth, because the the Democratic Party thinks that the that the progressives have nowhere to go. So what are you going to do? Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? Vote for Jill Stein? (laughs) Right. That's what they're afraid. They are afraid of the um, of their gravy train coming to a stop, just like the Republicans. But the Republicans are they just embrace it. They embrace their greed. The Repub- i mean, the Democrats, the corporate Dems—have to pretend they got to throw a bone here and there to the dumbass working class, while the working class falls lower and lower on the ladder. And, uh, I mean, think about this: this Democratic Party, the Clinton, the Clinton Democratic Party. Which I hope will go the way of the friggin' Whigs with the with the damn Republicans, but if it weren't for the corporate media, uh, you know, middle of the the middle, what do they call them? The uh, moderates. If it weren't for them, we wouldn't be in this situation, with a goddamn right in the middle of a coup. Frankly, they they're worse. See, the Republicans, we are. We know what they're about. We know they're fascists. We know they hate America. We know they are unpatriotic dupes, racists, freaks, goons, geeks, ghosts of the Gilded Age, morons, racist. Yeah, I said racists. But, but the Democrats, on the other hand, who are pretending, trying, they, they act like they're on your side, but just as easily stab you in the back because the thing that really gets me and it's why I can't stand dealing with, uh, and with the primary season, I, every time it happened, I was, it gave, I was in a per- perpetual state of agita, but it's that they, it's that they want just, you know, a little bit of greed, a little bit of, uh, you know, not a little. I mean, it's a lot, but (laughs) it's sort of like health care for some. That's okay. Living wages for some. That's all right. uh, A little bit incremental, incremental climate change action. Get the F out of here. And When I yet yet again, when I heard that Nina Turner had lost, I thought, I mean, will these will will these old dinosaurs just go away already? Clearly, the energy, the youth of this country, are they're not on the their side of the side of Hillary Clinton and Jim Clyburn. They done. They've done their damage. They haven't. They've done enough, haven't they? Haven't they done enough? Shut the f up. That's why it's time. Well, this show and uh, and others like it, the real liberal media. This is what we have to get the word out there and shut these goddamn conservative Dems up too. So we've by not backing down in general um remember like not even 10 years ago they were telling us how 15 dollars minimum wage was too pie in the sky everything that about them they suck conservatism sucks whether it has an r after its name or a d after its name conservatism is the problem and if nina turner is that is being that harassed And that if the establishment is that upset that somebody who is talking about living wages, health care for all, income uh, disparity, upward immobility, if uh, the working people, unions, FDR, Democratic Party, if that is such a, is is so, um, so horrible to the so-called establishment well then what the hell are you doing in there what is a democratic party this is another thing that you know the corporate media they get all the big guests why don't they ask them that and I, I, I remember what, when um, what's his name um, the guy who used to yell all the time <laughs> on MSNBC and then he got he, he left because he was a little too handsy you know the blonde guy somebody on the chat will remember but he um chris Matthews that's right thank you guys he uh he asked Hillary clinton once what is the difference between d- uh, the democratic policies and socialism are you a and she's ha, 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 ha you know Hillary would laugh well all I know is that i'm not I'm not a socialist okay great well what are what are you what is what What's what socialism? Explain what you are not. Explain what you are. No one ever asked that. Explain what socialism... I mean, what about socialist security? What about socialist Medicare? This is what we're talking about. And the fact that uh, all over corporate media, yet again, so the narrative about Nina Turner is that the the democratic base, so called the real Demo- the democrats in the the so called you know whatever the average Joe voter who's not like us who doesn't really pay attention as we do and will might show up on they they well they'll watch MSNBC and they don't realize that it's corporate media uh, and then they'll, I don't know, you know, they'll show up and vote every four years for the president and they'll vote in the, in the primaries. But they're not really paying attention like we do. And, what, but no, the, no one ever asks, what, what do you mean? What is, define, define socialism. Define your um, opposition to it i don't know about you guys but i'm really sick of it i'm sick of the uh of corporate media whenever uh, just never ever explaining you know what i mean never explaining what what they mean is they just say that the american people don't like socialism what do you think well they did they, they just don't like it they might like it in the bronx this is what i heard today that socialism might sell in the Bronx, but it won't sell in Ohio or whatever. And, um, well, what are you talking about? What's socialism? What is the problem with living wages, with the 90% top marginal tax rate that we used to have during the Great Prosperity? What about unions? What is the problem what what, you're against socialist security is this what you're telling me you're against the socialist uh medicare or socialist whatever regulations that and and that allow you to drink your coffee without getting explosive diarrhea because it's been inspected by the socialist fda i mean i don't get why i mean well of course i get why excuse me they do it because they know they count on the stupidity on the of the American people to just hear things. So just like the the narrative about James Clyburn in the election, uh, how James Clyburn endorsement gave Joe Biden the life, breathed life into Joe Biden's campaign, finally. Just that's the narrative, and they're sticking to it, no matter what comes down, no matter what information they get. Um, the narrative about Nina Turner is that the um, the Democratic base doesn't want somebody who's gonna upset the Democratic Party, and that's what they think that Nina Turner is. She's a she's a firebrand. She's a progressive, woke. Firebrand. She's she's a socialist. She's going to come in there and talk about socialism, and nobody wants to hear that. And and James Clyburn himself said that the biggest problem, you see, the biggest problem in the Democratic Party is the um, wokeness and uh, uh, and calls for Medicare for all. That's what he actually said. That that oh, people don't like that Medicare for all. Really, eighty effing percent of democrats how many let me see and how many republicans let's see republicans i think it's over 50 percent republicans medicare oh god help me where is it let's see oh look at this poll both Democrats like both the public option and Medicare for all, but overall more people support the public option, including a significant share of Republicans. Well, it's all a matter of how you phrase it, you know? If you say, do you guys, are you all, uh, are you for a government takeover of health care? And then, of course, they uh, oh, of course not. I hate a government takeover of health care, but just keep your government hands off my Medicare, and we'll be fine. It's all about how you phrase it. Or do you say, do you think that everyone should get health care? Healthcare should... Be a right? Do you believe that? Most people do. Even the stupid ass mo- morons who watch Fox News. But but we know. I, I I Medicare for all. That's coming. We understand that. It will, it will come. But it, I I hope it comes in my lifetime. Frankly, because I'm sick of it. <laughs> How many times have I said I'm sick of it today? <laughs> I've said that uh, a lot. Sick of it. Yeah, that's it. Play Dave on the chat says they like socialism. Again, they don't like the label, but they love the behavior. Talk about the socialist programs individually, and they love it. Of course. So same thing with with the average Democrat. So that's why I have to, I wonder all the time. I mean, I, I don't wonder. I'm sorry. I know it's part of, I mean, it's just hard when, if you are, See, if you're a journalist so-called and you're on corporate media um it takes work i suppose to be able to educate and inform people it's so much easier just to be like socialism socialism here's a poll here's some uh what do you think uh James Carville i think wokeness is the worst uh, what do you think James uh <laughs> James Clyburn oh wokeness and uh Medicare for all, that's the worst. Socialism, socialism. Nobody likes socialism. Who does? We're not socialists here. We're capital. We love capitalism. Somebody explain that capitalism and democracy are not mutually exclusive. They're not synonymous, I should say. Excuse me. So that's why we're stupid here. The other thing, and you're not stupid because you're a supporter of this show and others like it but most people are dumb this country is dumb we i don't know maybe things have changed but the last time i looked we were the second least informed country in the world on earth second least informed next to the italians that that this was a few years ago we might have <laughs> we might have uh, achieved our goal of being the worst the absolute worst because we are the worst in many other ways well especially when it comes to healthcare too when you talk about socialism jesus if if it worked if uh for profit healthcare worked we'd have the best goddamn healthcare on earth but we don't we have the measurably worst healthcare measurably worst healthcare in the western democracies it's disgusting it's a, it's an aberration it's a, it's a, an abomination and that's why I cannot, I mean, uh, so I guess to wrap, bring it around to, to what I was saying the, on Tuesday when I was saying, oh, I, I still have hope for the Democratic Party, that, you, that the democracy, this is my thinking, was that the Democratic Party, we don't have um, a good chance with, um, in my opinion, having a third party because that will, uh, it doesn't seem to be able to break through. My opinion was that I thought, okay, just like the Republicans took over their part, the, the, the freaks, the fascists took over the Republican Party, the normal people could take over the Democratic Party, take it from the corporate lickspittles who brought us, who gave us this kiss-up, kick-down country really who have failed and that's how it has to be framed frankly this is a failure if you're you have presided over um, you've been in government all of these years while the American working class went lower and lower and lower and lower and friggin lower on the ladder then you have failed You failed, James Clyburn. You are a failure. You, um, what about Hillary Clinton? And now I know a lot of people are going to be mad listening to this show, right? Because they're like, circular firing squad. Who, who is circular firing who? Excuse me, we're trying to help the goddamn Democratic Party. The the, The fact is, if the Democrats actually jettisoned their, their corporate masters and actually became the party of the working class, then they would never lose, just like FDR. Because the American people, because people in general understand it. They get it that we're in this together. And if they don't get it, oh, well, some of them will never get it. But the others... That some of them are reachable, and all you got to do is t- use your bully pulpit. Stop thinking about what the Republicans think and do and feel, and will you get one of them to vote for you, Amy Klobuchar? Who cares? Jesus Christ! This is how far to the right we've gotten. You know, we're so far to the right that it's they—they uh, they don't even see. the the Democratic Party, what it is, what it should be. They think that's uh, that's radical. They think that it's radical to have a party that actually, I don't know, works for the working class. And if, all I have to say is that if this, if they, I mean, if it was working, we'd all be for it, right? That's the one thing about about normal people and progressives I should say as opposed to conservatives that when we get new information we we adjust right normal people you get oh okay i didn't realize that so let's take this route but we're all trying to get to the same place supposedly and 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 but clearly the democratic party the establishment democratic party they are they're, I don't know, um, so far up the ass, in, uh, up their own asses in the ivory tower that I suppose they forget, maybe, that the American people are out here, I don't know, living check to check. So they opened the door for this, for this um, autocratic, attempted autocratic coup. Because without a, if you had, if this country was, um, if the the majority of the American people were economically vibrant and upwardly mobile and had a strong social safety net and uh, didn't have to go on GoFundMe for health care and, and on and on and on, we would be able to, you know, uh, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have this. Have to be fighting fascism right now. Fascism only gets a hook in in the disparity, in the um, upward immobility. That's when the tyrant can take control, and we're we're watching it. And what are, what are the what are the Democrats give people to vote for? What they're not Republicans. That's it. That's really it, or supposedly they they are. They're trying to be everything to everyone well that's a problem either you I'm sorry it's like what during the primary with Hillary Clinton and Bernie and Hillary Clinton said, oh they said oh it was one of these um, debates and she said th- um, do you they uh, I don't know I think it was Chuck Todd the Vichy collaborator in the class war chuck todd said are you are you uh do you want to something about bernie said he wanted to be the um the president for main street and and uh hillary clinton well i want to be the president of all of both main street and wall street oh yeah well guess what you can't you can't be all things to all people, Hillary. I, I think you might have learned that away oh, somewhere along the line, but you can't be the, um, the president of Wall Street and the president of Main Street. Because guess what? Wall Street is doing freaking great. And it, it never stopped doing great. And all of the... Uh, remember when Obama would say, this used to get on my nerves... How uh, uh, Wall Street and Main Street rise and fall together—that in itself, that bullshit phrase—goes to show that is that might as well be the rallying cry for the establishment Democratic Party. Wall Street and Main Street rise and fall together, and it's bullshit. So when that when that's pe- being peddled, all we have to do is hear. Um, that uh, just hear that as the disingenuous propaganda that it is that's another i don't know what it was why he was doing it either he was appealing to us the 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 dumbasses, not to rise up or he's he was trying to appeal to the humanity of the people on wall street who were running away with the bank everything the floorboards they 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 took the uh the electricity, the the brass out of the pipes. They ran away with the whole goddamn house, these pricks. So, oh, and what was Obama doing, saying Wall Street and Main Street rise and fall together? Oh, so they could remember. Oh, you see, it's about e pluribus unum, not just about selfish greed. Thank you for the reminder. While, you know, M- Main Street... Main Street is the one... We're the ones, you know, uh, dealing with the 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 aftermath of greed, selfishness, indifference. So when I... As much as I vote for Democrats, you guys know I'm a registered Democrat. I, um, you know, whatever. I voted for Hillary Clinton when she was the senator here. And, um, you know... That's kind of like holding my nose. I've had hope that the Democratic Party might change. It ain't changing. It hasn't changed anytime soon. Um, I'm not sure uh, what to do about it, frankly. I don't know. I, I really don't think that third parties are, um, are viable right now in this country. They never have been. It's kind of like an exercise in futility. And that's why I thought that the the best chance we had is infiltrating and taking over the Democratic Party, and um, maybe that's still viable. I'm sure. I mean, just because we were defeated once, but the the thing is, they it's we're not. It's not just the corporate Dems. It's the um, it's the everything. It's the establishment, corporate media. It's all of it. That's what we're up against here, frankly. It really is. Uh, because they, they cover the ass of the, the machinations of the, the dirty tricks coming out of the Democratic Party. And now the narrative is that the establishment beat Nina Turner because she was too she was going to be um too much too adversarial to the democrats but if it if it weren't for the progressives the people who didn't s- sit down and shut up and take their bribe and and uh, suck corporate taint or uh, just throw some bones now and then at the dumb sheeple you know um Anyway, what was I saying? I'm just reading some of the chats here. I would revoke... This is Richard W. I would revoke a corporation, article of incorporation, and fine them for their entire profits if allowed them to exist. Yes, billionaires should worry too. Yes, yes, that's right. Dems, Peter Griffin says, Dems don't like democracy either, pookies. The DNC argued in court... And since they are a private organization, they can pick any candidate they want and one. That's right. Unlike the Republicans who um, suck and hate America and hate democracy, the so-called Democratic Party, they, are, they also have the, their stopgap measures so democracy doesn't break out. And sort of like the electoral college, they have their super delegates. There's what is what's democratic about a super delegate? Yes, it's a private club, and that's right, that's really what it is. And they get to they they lay down the laws, the rules of the club, the he man woman haters club, and um, yeah, we're all supposed to uh, what? We're not we're not supposed to upset the apple cart i suppose they because they're they're doing great who said it it was harry truman who said you cannot get rich in politics unless you're a crook okay now i think about i think about a lot of crooks how do you how do you get rich i mean i think about hillary clinton what about the Obamas? I mean, the obama see, one of the things about the Obamas, they paid off, I appreciated that when Obama was elected, he, they were still paying off student loans, him and Michelle, for their, for, for their um, education. And then they were able to pay off the student loans, apparently, um, with the proceeds of Obama's book. But now, I guess, you know, he's, he's filthy rich, of course. And, i'm sure some of it comes from speaking fees that's that's what happens but it's and it's not that being rich is uh somehow anathema to being a decent person or what i see that's another thing like the republicans are always like they say because like for example with aoc she has a tesla apparently and which is not you know a super expensive car but uh, they were like, oh, look at her driving around in a Tesla. Like you're supposed to, if you were a democratic socialist, you're supposed to be walking around in a barrel and, uh, you know, with bare feet like Fred Flintstone or something. And that's clearly why we need education in this country. It's so tedious. And that's why, honestly, guys, we, we are really up against so many powerful forces and it's going to take a long time it may not be in my lifetime I don't know if I see, if I see the friggin promised land I might see a light I might see the lighthouse but I don't know uh, uh, the only thing that gives me hope a little bit is that we've um, we have made some progress as far as the uh, policies and just changing the narrative, F- like for example, the fifteen dollar minimum wage. Now, um, who could forget having to endure the the corporate Dems, Hillary Clinton, in uh, in particular in this case, s- saying how the uh, fifteen dollar minimum wage is pie in the sky and how she's an incrementalist she's a pragmatic progressive my ass just the fact that she had to say that that i'm a pragmatic progressive means that we're making progress that we're ha- making a difference that we're pushing these pricks and eventually they're going to be gone that's the nature of life they li- we live we were born we live we die so they're the old guard literally and figuratively and it's time for i and mean, i don't know man i wish that hillary clinton would just shut the f up frankly and oh and then people say oh that's misogynist to say that i just think that um she well all right whatever i'm not i don't want to bash hillary as more <laughs> It's not, because this, yes, and then I'll get emails, talk about the Republicans, they're so much worse, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they are, we do. And the fact is, it's conservatism. Honestly, whether they have a D or an R after the name, conservatism is the problem. And we do the show, this show and others like it, to, to educate and to To change the conversation to frame the narrative and maybe give some Democrats some ideas of how to frame that narrative because we're um you know we're we're, it's what here's the thing when they say when they're like oh we can't run on socialism in Ohio then what what why don't you disarm them this is what never what I can well I'm answering the, my own question in my head because I was saying to, <laughs> this is what I can't understand. But then I thought, of course I can understand it. The Democrats don't want to um, define socialism, j- just like the Republicans, because they also are benefiting from the corrupt, unregulated capitalist, unregulated uh, political finance system, and so so is the corporate media. Of course, the corporate media. I mean, come on, they're there to make you stupid. And if there's any, uh, if there's any doubt how powerful propaganda is, look at look at the COVID friggin' Delta variant vaccine uh, pandemic, unvaccinated pandemic going on. That's all from propaganda. Dumbasses reading the internet. And being stupef stupefied, being turned into willfully ignorant morons who think that putting their families and themselves at risk and their country is somehow their patriotic right, their duty. I don't know. You have a patriotic duty, dum-dum, uh, I'm talking to the right-wingers, to... To help your fellow America. That's that's what patriotic duty is. Not be a selfish prick. Stephen Lee on the super chat, thank you. Trump planted, watered, and cultivated the hate that's been here since the Mayflower landed. That's right. Right, exactly. That's right. And what? And another super chat from Stephen Lee. Tara, the light at the end of the tunnel is the large light <laughs> pointed at a birth canal? What? Is that what happens when you die? You go back into the light? I want to go into the light, but not now. I, I But I, ha- I don't want to be a ghost. That would suck. But... Maybe that's probably what's going to happen. Since everything that sucks always happens. (laughs) To me. Look at my fucking face, by the way. Why do I look like this? I look very green. I think it's the camera. Obviously. I'm not green. Hello. I look like shit. I don't know. Maybe it's just my eyes. Or my face. I don't feel... I'm, I'm not feeling my... My... Beautiful self. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying beautiful self. Because I figure if you say it enough, you'll feel it. Ugh. So what was I saying? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, we go on about the Democratic Party and Hillary Clinton. And, of course, I voted for Hillary. And when um, when the, she was the nominee, I had people on the show that were hillary supporters number one hillary supporters you know not like reluctant hillary supporters and she was their first choice so i and i voted for her and i was uh happy to do so um also i appreciated well here's another thing when she gave her um her speech her acceptance speech i appreciated the symbolism of the white suit she was wearing which was is the color of suffragette but then as this is coming out of my mouth i think more symbolism of course that's what dems are good at Very, they they love to talk about virtue signaling they the symbolism of uh, wearing the the shout out the white shout out to the suffragettes. that's great but what about equal pay? What about... Uh, well, I mean, we can go on and on. What about, what about? Ugh. What happened? What happened, Haiku? Ecam just unsynced the stream? What happened? What happened? There's... So you mean there's a delay? Is my... The audio and the video is not... Is not synced. What? 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 That? All right, who cares? I can't... I don't know what to do about that. I should... I like wearing masks. That's what I like. (laughs) Now that I'm looking at my face. Anyway, whatever. I'm having a body dysmorphic disorder moment, so... Thank you for talking me off the ledge. And because I'm feeling like, I don't know what it is. This is therapeutic for me, so I appreciate it. Okay, so it's okay. Thank you, Thomas, on the chat. All right. What's the other? There's a few things I wanted to talk about, but I'm also afraid that my the damn ecams not working but because I wanted to play this Mr. Megan McCain clip it's not Megan McCain it's his it's her h- husband who is such a freak such a right- wing freak I could play that oh well all right or what's the other thing I wanted to talk about oh the coup the ongoing coup. Trump is still trying to overthrow democracy and uh, yeah, and there's no repercussions for for the traitors I don't know if you guys saw Chris Hayes last night I thought it was great he did a whole segment on this guy, Jeffrey Clark and he kept repeating his name because yeah that has to get out there. This guy, Jeffrey Clark, um, the more we're learning about what happened after Trump lost the election, um, it's it's incredibly alarming, and we, we need to be alarmed. Clearly, the Democratic Party, I don't know, are they alarmed? It doesn't seem that they're as alarmed as they should be. They're too busy trying to beat Nina Turner. So here, this is from Slate by Mark Joseph Stern. Conservative attorneys who fought to overturn the 2020 election continue to face no professional consequences. Well, how do we expect us to um, to uh, stop this fascist coup if there's no consequences for the perpetrators? Honestly, guys, I'm like, I feel, um, I feel very, uh, nervous (laughs) about this. If the, if the Republicans get control of the house or the Senate in the midterms, I'm not kidding guys. This is done. Democracy is done. They are not kidding around. It's happening. If we don't do anything about it, if we allow them to free reign, all of the traitors, oh, so, so there's like 500 people who were arrested. Where, it should be thousands. They should throw the book at them. All of them. Every single one of them. Because here, let me, let's just go through some of today. me, Where is it? Telegram. This is Trump today. So, I mean, there's so many. It was just all day. Ding, ding, ding. Oh my God. He's tweeting out articles. Trump is the big winner in the primaries. Shut the fuck up. I mean, what a tedious little bitch. Thank you to the Winged Foot Golf Club for honoring me last night. There was true love and spirit in the room. Shut your fucking greed hole. Let me see. I'm just reading all of the... Well, not all. Some of them from today. oh well here's one it's good to see the atlantic magazine is losing large numbers of readers and a fortune of money this is the fucking former president and he um he i mean how did we endure this how do we continue to endure this shit do you think Rand Paul will apologize for spending nearly one million on another Ken? So why, um, what did Rand Paul do? Uh, he, he didn't f- f- publicly filet the con man and now he's on the shit list or something. Jesus Christ. Oh, and there's more Arizona Senate majority whip gives the real story. On the Arizona Maricopa County Board of Supervisors because, their, their this fake sham audit fraud it, the Republican uh, county the board of supervisors is like enough with this charade, so and now they got to attack the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. It's so it's it's so tiresome, isn't it? Having to deal with these fucking pricks N- uh, nonstop, incessant. Just nat, little gnats flying around. Unfortunately, they have and they have entirely too much power. Anyone who participated in a coup, including the so called president himself. This, I mean, this this friggin' Trump guy who thinks he's the president. Where is this? Hold on. Seal. Presidential seal. He, Trump Golf Club, is profiting off a fake presidential seal. Unlawful use of the presidential seal for commercial purposes is no trivial matter, says the D.C.-based watchdog group. Can you believe this? This tedious little fragile bitch con man cannot accept the fact that he lost and he's got an entire party of of America-hating enablers behind him and they're not going to stop until they kill this democracy once and for all. That's it, guys. That's it. That's the end game here. As I've said for, for, for a long time, before I had this show, they are... They, they, they won't be done until democracy is dead. Oh, you, we will still have the pantomime of elections. Trust me, that's how it goes. But Republicans will be the permanent majority. They've been saying that for generations now, for decades. Remember how Newt Gingrich talked about the permanent Republican majority? Oh, Karl Rove, too. Permanent Republican majority. What does that mean? In spite of the fact that you represent less people, that you receive fewer votes, that you have ideas, quote-unquote, that suck, that nobody wants. Nobody wants your shitty ideas. They, people only want conservatism if they want, because they, they want uh, to be able to say the N-word. They want to kick down on somebody. They want to feel superior because they're, they're so goddamn inadequate. So uh, this is from NewJersey.com, NJ.com. A criminal complaint has been filed against Donald Trump's Bedminster Golf Club, charging the facility with misusing the presidential seal. Well, ain't that just like everything else he's been... He's misused. He's misused the entire goddamn country. He misused the... Uh, the What's that? The, uh, the bulletproof limo, whatever they call it. I can't remember what they call it. He, he misused... Air Force. I mean, he misused everything. Everything that he touched has been misused. In that, he misused us, and now he's misusing the American democracy itself. Of course, he thinks the seal gives him some kind of validity. That, and that's the thing. That's the problem. That that is because the reason why Trump is so tedious is because he, he himself knows how inadequate he really is. He knows he's a fraud. That's why he can't, um, he can't not respond to even the slightest, the smallest insult. Cause if he had any, oh yes, it's called the beast. Thank you, Mark. Um, the limo. Yes, it's called the beast but yeah because if but if he had any um if he was uh, secure if he really did believe himself to be a great businessman and deal maker and all the other things that he says he is then he wouldn't he'd have no time who has the time to respond to every little slight this is a this is a fucking con man who retweets Tweets from from clearly fringe characters who have like one or two followers. Uh, only oh, this is when he had Twitter. But if they say nice things about him, he'll say he'll retweet that. I, talk about a needy bitch. Nobody likes a needy bitch. No one, not even not even this needy bitch. No one likes it. It's very unattractive. <laughs> No wonder he sucks. He's just, he just just sucks. Um, Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, a watchdog group and frequent quit- critic, has filed a complaint. Frequent crit- critic, I can't say that those two words. Frequent critic, and former of the former president filed a complaint with the Justice Department after an Instagram photo showed the seal on a T marker. Oh, look at that. Where is it? I don't see it. Oh, look at that. Let's see if I could show you. Uh. It's saying install. Ah. Uh. Sorry. Every time. Why does it not go to picture in picture? What the fuck is going on? Let me see, it should go, I should be on the screen here. Picture. Son of a bee. All right. Am I back? Why is it not doing that? That's weird. This is going to be a problem, but all right. Look at the, look at this shit president of the united the seal of the president of the united fuck you you needy scumbag oh god so somebody tweeted that and yeah federal law prohibits the use of the seal to give a false impression of sponsorship or approval by the government of the united states oh my god Well, it's his world. We just live in it. Unlawful use of the presidential seal for commercial purposes is no trivial matter, especially when it involves a former president who is actively challenging the legitimacy of the current president. The use of the seal at Bedminster not only helps Donald Trump's business improperly profit from the prestige of the presidency, it also seems to echo false claims that Trump won the 2020 election, which is dangerous for democracy. And the stuff of which dictatorships are made. Justice Department spokesman joshua stewvie stew Stoo, yes declined to comment who cares why why who cares trump has been spending the warmer months at bedminster which has served as his weekend getaway i hope he strokes out oh my god legally and peacefully he spent 99 days at Bedminster as president compared to 133 days at his mar moron resort. The Bedminster stay, stays cost taxpayers $2.9 million in Secret Service costs, including $500,000 paid directly to Trump. You see? He's a parasite. And he's got his grady gullet Latched on to the United States, and he's sucking you dry. He's sucking out anything that he can suck. That's all he is. It's just a sucking black hole that sucks. It sucks in very in in many ways. It sucks literally. It sucks figuratively. It sucks the life out of you. It sucks the life out of the country. It sucks whatever profit it can. Shit! It just sh- sh- sucks. Shit! It just needs whatever it can. Just shove it into that black hole, that rapacious gullet. It will never. There'll, there'll never be enough. Of all the, the. Well, that's why he's a miserable prick too. That's the other thing. It's one of the, um, one of the symptoms of sociopathy in fact sociopaths are usually I, mean, I know this from that book the sociopath next door by martha stout and uh so i'm an expert and uh yeah no but sociopaths they are generally um you know they're scumbags of course because they, they don't have empathy and they uh like effing with people because of it and but they're not not always you know you're not always a killer you're not always a murderer but they're one of the things that sociopaths well i mean he's clearly a sociopath in many uh, there's many things we can point to his um his complete and utter <laughs> selfishness, uh, for one. He's not giving a shit about anybody else but but him. For real, like, a- absolute inability f- to have empathy. But one of the things uh, with sociopaths is that they are generally um, unhappy. Many sociopaths will commit suicide um, at the end of their lives They'll, because they're just... Not, um, you know, the, what, what, what is humanity? What is, what is, what makes life worth living? What makes life rich? That's something that these sociopaths have no connection to. They're cut off from that. So sociopath, that's why, you know, I don't know. That's why he's a miserable bitch. You see, he's miserable. He's i i can tell you i can probably guess that he that the scumbag that the tax cheating draft dodging scumbag trump um hasn't i don't know loved anybody has no i mean any anything that is actually that makes people happy that actually makes people happy and content he he can't is is just out of his reach, so that's why the greed, the um, shoving shit into that black hole, and they'll won't they'll it will never satisfy. It will because it's not real, you know. Everything it's all fleeting. That's why. What what is you know the meaning of life? It's another thing we talk about on the show. It's true. What's the meaning of life? It is. Connection, being connected and seen by other people, right? We're in this together. Having those moments where you're, you know, feeling safe and loved and seen. And that's something that, you know, you cannot buy. You can't buy that shit. But anyway. And thank you. Oh, ah, we're running out of time here and thank you JD for your super chat my god you guys are great what am I I got somebody uh oh I heard a cat Tara Jr Tara Jr oh he's Francis Come on, Francis, come on, what are you doing? Come on, what are you doing, what are you doing? Oh my God. I keep, I'm getting a lot of comments on my channel from right-wingers, it's really annoying. Somebody just wrote on my channel on some, one of the videos. What, where is it? You, you, you neglect to mention all the BLM riots. See, they live in an alternate reality. That's because they're watching Fox News. They're watching this right-wing propaganda swill all over the 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 country. They're watching OAN and uh, Fox News and you know all the other all the shithole right-wing fascist propaganda channels and on those fascist propaganda channels they they live in a different world on that channel there are uh uh, cities have been burned to the ground i i want to know what city was burned to the ground what blm oh no it's not the black lives matter movement it's uh the black lives matter riots you see according to them and all over my channel these these fuckers come to the channel and they oh yeah what yeah what about all the BLM riots all summer long i don't hear you talking about that the BLM riots and that's why you see yet again it's it's this is why i thank you for your support we're not going to win unless we get the message out there cats are acting crazy and, th- and that's just another example of how propaganda what, how, how important it is to have the media and that here look propaganda works the BLM riots because th- yet again the, the, there were no what BLM riots there were no BLM riots but the, the fact is the right wingers of this country can't have the american people thinking that the black lives matter movement was effective and is something that they need to be a part of okay that's why they had to denigrate it and turn it into a riot there's no there was the overwhelming majority of black lives matter protests were peaceful That's the fact. And we know that there were incidences of where agent provocateurs of the right, because that's what they do, go in and fire into a police station or break windows. And when it came out, when they arrested the the window guy, the guy who broke the windows, Umbrella Man, and uh, the proud pricks who who fired some, a weapon into a police station yelling, justice for George Floyd. Because they can't have the American people unified. That's what it comes down to. The American people knew. We saw the murder of George Floyd and the American people were disgusted. And as the were the people of the world. The Black Lives Matter movement was um, not just people of darker pigment. It was all people of all pigments. And that's what the friggin' right-wing fascist pricks cannot, cannot abide. That's dangerous. Just, just like when the American people are unified and fighting a common enemy, the, the virus, let's say. Could, this could have been such a unifying event instead we've had to weed through and wade through friggin up to our necks in bullshit constant bullshit it's a wonder six million aren't dead instead of six hundred thousand and counting but there you go there's another example all day i swear to god i've been getting these comments on my channel but it's like these right-wingers and Never, ever. I swear. It's like the assholes that come to the chat room, the ones who we have to block because they're saying the N-word. That's what they do, right? Because they have such scintillating minds that all they can do is come onto a YouTube stream and and write the N-word again and again and again because that's how useless they are. Right? They're not that smart. So when they're, they're not coming up with these ideas on their own. They're not reading the Times, not reading Washington Post. They're not reading. Unless it's coming, unless it's a meme on 4chan that says that Hillary Clinton is in, is drinking adrenochrome or something. Yeah, what about all the BLM riots all summer long? What, where were, What? So in, in their mind, every protest was a riot, because that's what they've been told on Fox News, because they are they're fascists. They don't want a unified, multiracial democracy. That's really it. That's what it comes down to. Because if they did, they would recognize that the American people what we need in order to have a functioning democracy we need to have our our own truth and reconciliation concerning race and when our, in our multiracial democracy even though race is a construct, we understand that, but multi-pigment democracy, let's say and uh, the uh, you know It requires us to have that conversation. Because if some of us are hurting and suffering and there's a disparity in justice, to put it mildly, then that's a problem for all of us. And if we wanted to have a democracy that functions for real and works for everybody for real, then that's what it takes. It takes that conversation. And the freaking fascists saw that the American people, when we were out there saying Black Lives Matter, that it wasn't just people of darker pigment, and that terrified them. It was, it's, it was truly a movement of the American people. That's why these filthy fascists have to talk about it as a riot, a bunch of riots, just riots. What city? Give me a city that was burned to the ground. Um, anybody? Did I miss that? Was there cities burned to the ground? Unbelievable. But truly believable. And then I wonder if we end up not staying in the majority because the Democrats are so freaking feckless and unwilling to they see that's what it is. It's I, I sometimes I think about this. There's a trap they uh, uh, <laughs> we trap monkeys. Okay, I don't know where I saw this. I think I saw it on a on a, some kind of school. I mean a trip years ago uh, it was to a zoo or something. How they they trapped a monkey. I just have this image. I saw this video of a monkey. They were trapping a monkey. Okay, and. They bur- burrowed a hole into a rock. And at the end of the hole, they, they carved out a, um, a larger s- pocket, right? And then in that pocket, they put peanuts and whatnot and stuff that monkeys like. And so then the monkey would put his hand into the, into the hole so that it fits, right? But then they grab the peanuts and they make a fist. And they can't get their hand out of the hole, and they could they could get free if they let go, you know, let go of the of the peanuts. And uh, I remember seeing this video as a kid, and the monkey stuck his hand in the hole, grabbed the peanuts, and he was he couldn't get he was screaming he was like ah 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 because well, all he had to do was go. Let go of the peanuts. And uh, he would have been freed. But why Why did I bring up this story? <laughs> I knew there was a reason. No, I mean, maybe it's because of... Uh, it's just the learned... The conditioning. It's the uh, inability to... Not be selfish and stupid and grasping. That's what is truly going to kill this country now we, we know that um republics are are tenuous and that they f- often fail more often than not human recorded history is filled with stories of republics that have failed even after ye- hundreds of years longer than our republic i mean the, the roman republic lasted 500 years we're not even into the. What are we? We're not even into 250 years yet, and we've already felt faltered. We're, and I can argue we're not a functioning democratic republic. That's for sure. How are we? How can we be functioning if we're, It's so gerrymandered beyond recognition, where you have the less vote getting scumbags holding on to power. It's not functioning. where money in politics is is the norm when all of the all of the politicians, the Democrats, so to speak, if they were real, I mean, if they really wanted to change the system, they could. You just have to remain, you have to remain unified. And the, but clearly, the Democrats, don't want don't want us to uh i don't know oh that's why i brought it up it's because the democrats it's like they want they want the um the benefit sort of like you know republicans wanting all the benefits of civilization but none of the responsibilities it's but the democrats want to pretend like they're um doing something for the people but they don't want to let go that's why i brought up the monkey they don't want to let go of the goodie bags, you know what I mean, the, that they're, they're getting. They get the access. They get, you know, especially if you're a super delegate or whatever. Like you get a goodie bag. You're, you're treated like a celebrity. You go to. You get a nice, cushy hotel room, and then you hang out in the in the cocktail parties with Chuck Todd, and you get to yakety yakety yak and say, "Oh, that uh, Nina Turner, she's gonna break, de- burn down the Democratic Party." I mean, that's just too pie in the sky. Isn't it, uh, let's go for uh, $15 an hour. That's pie in the sky. How about 12? How about incremental? How about nothing? How about you get nothing and you'll like it, right? I mean, how about, how about my white suit? What about my taking a knee? I took a knee. I wore a white suit. What else do you fuckers want? Health care? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I wore a white suit. I took a knee. What else? What more can one person do? What? What more can a politician do besides take a knee? God. But that's it. But so you can't reform the Democratic Party. I mean, or just inject in general if you wanted to reform the democratic party or the in politics in general you money in politics that's it get money out but you can't that's the democrats the democrats don't they want to they want to have their cake and eat it too they want to seem like the party of the people but they don't want to let go of the cushy peanuts they don't want to get let go of the perks it's true because they want, you know, so that's what pisses me off because that's not an effective message. Health care for some, that, that's really an effective message. Um, living wages for some, retirement for some. That's the country we're living in now. Health care for some, living wages for some. For some, you get nothing. You get the stick, man. And give me a break, that's uh, uh, That whole message, health care for some, living wages for some, education for some, is what brought this fascist coup into, into being. So wh- what is the Democratic Party message then? What is, I don't know, whatever. We, we have more time. to. We can't go on about it because I'm looking at the time. And uh, there will be other shows, hopefully better shows than tonight's show, since we had technical problems. I still, I have a lot of problems, <laughs> mental problems, physical problems, body dysmorphic disorder problems, um, problems with the friggin' um, Farago that's not working. Nobody can hear this, but I can hear it. I don't know why, but anyway, (sighs) what was the last thing? Let me see. I know it's, it's been a weird show. I'm very sorry about it. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't even talk about this guy, Jeffrey. That's it. Sorry. Jeffrey, just to put a fine point on it. Jeffrey Clark this traitor and just like what we're saying if there is no future and no hope unless people like this guy jeffrey jeffrey bozert clark b-o-s-s-e-r-t jeffrey bozert clark is in jail so on tuesday here here let's just read this On Tuesday, ABC News reported that Jeffrey Clark, the Justice Department official who spearheaded an effort to overturn the 2020 election, sought to convince the Georgia General Assembly to throw out the actual results of the race and award its electoral votes to Trump. In a draft letter sent last December, Clark alleged that mass voter fraud had compromised the legitimacy of Georgia's election, in which Joe Biden narrowly prevailed. As a remedy, Clark, speaking on behalf of the Justice Department, advised the state legislature to call itself into special session, investigate the alleged fraud, which didn't exist, and appoint a separate slate of electors who would cast the votes for Trump. This is a coup. And it's wrapped in the veneer of legitimacy. And that's all it takes. Like in every republic that fails— That's the the bottom line. Common denominator is that you will find willing co-conspirators who are in it for themselves. They're not in it for the high-minded ideals of a constitutionally limited democratic republic. They're not in it for the um, the the you know the tradition or the the higher ideals of the enlightenment they're not in it for that they're in it for themselves it's selfishness it's self-serving it's self-seeking i mean we know that that's trump of course but here here you go it takes co-conspirators you can't tell it alone just like hillary clinton said it takes a village it takes a village of idiots to overthrow a perfectly decent democratic republic. Takes a village of greedy ghosts of the Gilded Age and racists and, and morons and people who like to fix the facts around the policy. People have no integrity, no morals, no honor, like Neil Gorsuch, Kavanaugh, Amy Coney Barrett. All of them. It takes that village... Village of sociopaths. So, um, here it is. Where is it? As a remedy, Clark, speaking on the behalf of the Justice Department, advised, yes, yes, the state legislature to call itself into special session, investigate the alleged fraud, and and appoint a separate slate of electors who would cast their votes for Trump. Clark's superiors ultimately quashed this attempt to nullify millions of valid votes. The scheme marked just one of Clark's several desperate, last-minute maneuvers to overturn the election. But none of these well-documented, corrupt, anti-democratic plots seem to have hurt his career prospects. On the contrary, after leaving the Justice Department, Clark landed a position as Chief Litigation Uh, Chief of Litigation and Director of Strategy at the new Civil Liberties Alliance. And you know what that is. That's the right-wing, that's the fascist um, version of the ACLU. That's what Republicans do. They have no decent ideas. They suck. They don't give a shit about civil liberties, new or otherwise. They couldn't care less. La- it's sort of like, well, they have this, their, their version of media matters. Their ver- they have their version of, uh, what is that? Uh, well, they have uh, Judicial Watch. All of these fake, phony think tanks that are well, it's just fascist. It's just fascist covering their fascist coup in the veneer of, of legitimacy. By giving um, you know, making the and the new Civil Liberties Alliance write a paper on the unitary executive or something like that, which is another I mean, even back then. Now, when when you think about where we are with this fascist coup, where we're in a very dangerous territory, it didn't happen overnight. Can't just come out and be like, I'm a fascist coup here, right? <laughs> it it takes time. So over time, we've been enduring, and gearing up for this like the um talking about the unitary executive right that even that the the permanent republican majority the unitary executive that always really got me um because i'd be like well what is the unit a unitary executive it's another attempt that this is what conservatives do they wrap their fascist coups in the veneer of legitimacy they call it the unitary executive and then you're not supposed to say king but that's what that sounds like to me a unitary executive this is what um cheney and the the republicans back then were talking about the unitary executive meaning that the president was all powerful and none of this co-equal goddamn branches of government shit you see that's because only republicans could do that and um nobody bats an eye what do you mean unitary executive it's like imagine if the congress said you know what f the president i, I in fact we'd be better off without him so let's we're just going to do this whole um, congress thing we'll 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 do the congress and the house and you know whatever we'll have a parliamentary type system and um it would never happen though of course the, but when the when the president, when the vice president and the and the people around the president start writing articles and and um, going on talk shows and going in you know sp- paying their think tanks to write papers on the unitary executive, it's like, it, it, it gives it legitimacy, as if it's it's benign some way. Oh, it's just another way of uh, doing business in a democratic republic. Bullshit! It's a, an outright assault for, against the American people, against the American experiment. Because you're at, you're saying that the president should have no checks and balances. There should be. He should be. Um, all-powerful. That's what that is. It's like the, um, you know, originalism. This this is what they do. I can't stand them. That's why uh, it's tedious. I think the show uh, sometimes will... At times, it's just me going, I can't take it. I can't stand it. (laughs) I mean, maybe that's what it'll come down to. I'll just... The commentary will just devolve until me just saying I can't I can't I can't <sighs> let's see to the contrary after leaving the Justice Department Clark landed a position as chief litigation yes 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 uh, okay oh yes at the new Civil Liberties Alliance a conservative libertarian law firm that battles the administrative state and you know what else you know what that is That is also anti-democratic, anti-American. Conservative libertarian law firm that battles the administrative state. That, too, it's sort of like the uh, unitary executive, permanent Republican majority, and deconstructing the administrative state. Well, what is a government? Why have a government? The government needs administration, doesn't it? You need the bureaucracy of government to ensure the functioning of government. I mean, they have uh, vilified that too. Because who needs administration? Who needs that? When you're a king, you just snap, snap your fingers. When you're the law, you, who needs policy? You're the law. You're the policy. You are. You're the light, right? You're the sun. And we all... Uh, we just all bask in your in your rays clark's transition back into the conservative legal movement illustrates once again that there have been virtually no professional consequences for the many republican attorneys who tried to steal the election how is this even a thing Until he launched a direct assault on American democracy, Clark's resume looked much like that of countless conservative lawyers. He clerked for Judge Danny Boggs, a hard right Ronald Reagan nominee, and worked at the big law firm of Kirkland and Ellis. Naturally he joined the Federalist Society, frequently participating in the organization's events that served and served as a chair of its environmental law property? Blah blah blah. Who cares? And that's another thing. The Federalist Society is another, that's another wrapping the fascist coup in the veneer of legitimacy. That's another one of their um, attempts to do that. Because at the Federalist Society, they're not sitting there uh, discussing how to make a democracy that works for all. No, no, no. They're there discussing how to concentrate wealth and power into the hands of a few. That's it. That's what they're doing. At the, That's what the federalist society is. They want more money and power in the hands of a few. That's not democracy though, but whatever. Hey, that's conservatism. And just like, I, I mean, for real, I've been saying it for years, the Republicans, they're not just rolling back the New Deal, they are rolling back the revolution. Finally, other people seem to be catching on and saying this, but is it too late? The thing about the, the Democrats, before we wrap it up for the night, but the, this is what I think about the, how, why, why it didn't work so far with taking over the Democratic Party. See, the, as opposed to the Republican Party, because the Republicans for forever have been talking about um, how government sucks, how government's the problem. Government is the nine most dangerous words in the English language, right? I'm here, I'm from the government, I'm here to help, blah, blah, blah. And so they, because of their propaganda, the right-wing fascist propaganda, they've been um, conditioning the morons who uh, who vote Republican, th- that they uh, do not trust government and that includes the Republican party itself conversely the democrats the casual democrat not like us not like normal people not like the people who are really um, who pay attention to politics the run of the mill democrat in in particular the you know the election day democrat Um, they haven't been, um, what do you call it? So inundated with that kind, with that propaganda. So when somebody comes in and says, these progressives are trying to overthrow the democratic party, they, the, the average Democrat, doesn't like that. They don't... Because they think... They don't really... They're not really aware. Hey! Did you see that? That's my hand, mister. Let me see you. Come here. Be nice. No, he is nice. He's just... He's just been snapping at me lately. My hand, I should say. Because he thinks my hand is meant to just do this all day right (laughs) you hear him he sounds like Chewbacca right little one all right if I stop he's gonna he's gonna get mad all right and uh so uh, what was I saying so the Democratic Party the average Joe Democrats don't um they don't have that disdain for establishment quote-unquote just establishment and they're not paying attention so they think oh what are you doing you're just gonna blow up the democratic party you're just whatever circular firing squad when what we're doing is saving the democratic party we're saving it from the greed the corruption and um selfishness that has us on the brink of Not just an uninhabitable planet, but... I can't believe I said it. Uninhabitable. uh, But a... uh, But not a real democracy. And so what we have to do, what we as people who are supporting uh, the liberal media, right? This is our show. What we have to do is educate whoever's reachable because it's not really about blowing up the democratic party. That's not really it. We're trying to make the democratic party democratic again, function again. We're, and by extension, we're trying to save this country from fascism period. Right. I, and that's what it comes down to. So we have to reach out to those who are reachable, those Democrats who are reachable, and get our message across. And the message is we're talking, when we talk about democratic socialism, we're not talking about taking over the means of production. That's not what we're doing. We're talking about regulating capitalism like we used to do to the point where the american experiment actually works because you can't have concentrated wealth and democracy at the same time that's just that's another thing you never hear on the corporate media and that's a problem yes yes oh no <laughs> who said something about ann rand Thank you, Pookies, Mama Irene. Every time someone comes here and posts pro-Anne Rand, I'm donating $20 to Tarabuster. That's great. Thank you, Pookies. But who said something about Anne Rand? Somebody, we got another Anne in up here, up in this bitch? Oh, no, no. Anne Rand. so Another sociopath. The sociopath, and that's what—that's another thing we have to get better at—is you. You notice how the Republicans—they're very good at propaganda because they have nothing else. And whenever they'll uh, they'll say something like the failed social—I don't know whatever—they'll they'll say the the uh, job-killing regulations or failed whatever socialism or failed Obamacare that's what we have to do. We have to say, like, um, you know, the same thing. We'll have to, you have to brand, like, like the, um, what do you call it? Like the Supreme Court fascist bastards. Like the illegitimate Amy Coney Barrett, the illegitimate Kavanaugh, the illegitimate Gorsuch, the failed um, Republican trickle down. I mean, whatever it might be. So <laughs> is that are you being facetious infinite longevity? You hate freedom? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, is that's the one. Is that the one? Who's Anne Rand? look at the eviction perfect example of government helping what does that mean oh who cares i can't i can't get into it with these people check out yaron brook whatever god oh it's so irritating the government never produced anything people with brain power have Well, people with brain power made the government. Uh, okay. All right, guys, listen up. Guys, guys, guys. Listen up. Listen, listen, listen. Look how miserable she is. Who, me? <laughs> me? I'm not miserable. What are you talking about? I love. I'm not. I'm only miserable when i think about ann rand and how people are stupid that makes me that doesn't make me miserable i feel sad that there are so many sociopaths and so many idiots who love to read the musings of sociopaths what's that about that's weird weirdos. Alright, listen up, guys. guys. Oh, yes. Thank you, Mark. He's the Ayn Rand person. (laughs) Why is there... What's up with the Ayn Rand? I mean, that's the worst, most horrible... Talk about a taker. Not only was she a useless sociopath, terrible hack, I mean, horrible writer, selfish prick, but who vilified... Um, other people for taking social Socialist Security and Medicare. But, of course, she took Socialist Security and Medicare when her filthy, I think it was four-pack-a-day smoking habit, finally caught up to her and realized... Well, that what she said, her quote was, um, books... Well, uh, medicine costs more than books earn, or something like that. Well, because she's somebody who... I'm sure if she was alive, she would rail against Medicare for all, but she took Medicare to s- trying to save her useless life after she, you know, smoked herself into an early grave. But she also, uh, I mean, we, we won't get into it. You know nothing about Rand, lady, he writes. No, I know a little bit. I know that she loved... She wrote glowingly in her diary about a sociopath, William Allen Hickman, who she based her one of her characters in *The Fountainhead* on, saying that he was a real man who was free from light from uh, concern about other people. Other people did not exist for him, and he doesn't understand why they should. And um, William Allen Hickman became a real man in her in her eyes when he um murdered a child <laughs> for his own he wanted he just wanted to murder somebody to see what it felt like it was a shocking and horrible s- story at the time but she like all sociopaths admired that so you know i would say you only you read the the musings of a sociopath for, uh, maybe you want to write a paper on antisocial behavior or some kind of sick, um, aberrant psychology, if you're taking a an aberrant psychology class. But you don't shape government policy around it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's it. Because it's just... The other thing with libertarian. I, I'm just so sick of libertarianism in general the whole libertarian um is it reminds me of um well like conservatism in general It reminds me of infants libertarians are like they're perpetual adolescents who who are just looking for the excuse for selfishness that's it the search for the superior moral justification for selfishness. There's never been a libertarian society that's successful. Never. In the 10,000 years of recorded history, never. 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 Because it doesn't work. You're just looking for an excuse to be a selfish prick. But you could just be that and uh, just don't inflict your manias on the rest of society. Just be selfish. Go away. All right. Yeah. Listen up. Listen up. You guys are great. Thank you so much for hanging out. Listen up. Listen. Why do I keep saying listen? I will try to fix the computer problems as much as I can. You know, we got some... I mean, there. I, one thing I have to say about the computer now that I wiped it clean and... Installed a new hard drive and all. Well, it's not new; it's the old hard drive, but completely wiped. It was tough to do. It's it sucks because then you got to rebuild it. It's it's, and as you see, we're still figuring out what's missing, what's working, what's not working. So, but the computer, I have to say, is faster. And last time. Every uh, every move that's that's what happened. I had to break down and just do it because I couldn't even work on the computer anymore. Everything I was doing was giving me the beach ball. So, yeah. Anyway, all right. Listen, listen. You're the best. Thank you, Stephen. Tara the hen is still contemplating on going outside, and she's not quite ready. She'll go out soon, Stephen. And Stephen, for those who don't know. Stephen is an animal lover like me and also he I, unlike me he's got some chickens and i'm very um honored and touched that one of those chickens is named tara after me and i think you named another after randy rhodes and my oh no stephanie miller which is good i'm i'm glad to be in in uh just to be noticed, and you know, I'm am f- very uh, touched. And honestly, <laughs> I was just looking for the picture of the ch- or the chicken, but then none of my pictures are there because the computer. I gotta find it. It's there somewhere. I right? just not in the place because everything has changed. I got We got we got some building up to do. We gotta build back better up in this bitch. All right, my guys, my guys, my friends. You're the best. You're the best. I want to thank you all for hanging out. I want to thank you, Jim and Richard W. And Pookie's Mama Irene and Stephen Lee for your super chats. And Errol Thomas and JD. And Pookie's Mama Irene again. Where's Junior Junior? He's right here. And thank you so much, all of you guys who are patrons. And that's it. That's all I can say. Become a patron at Patreon.com/slash/TaraDevlin, and maybe I don't know. We'll get a we'll get a producer one day. They can do something. They can press some buttons, and I can just show up. You know, that's what ha- that's what Mike Malloy does. He doesn't. He doesn't do any of this shit. He just sits and he just sits down in front of a microphone, and everybody else pushes the buttons. Oh well. That might. That must be nice. All right, guys, listen up, guys, guys, guys. You're the best. I really have to apologize again for not being able to do more shows this week. But of course, we have Saturday, and um, yeah. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your support. We will win, and they know it. We're on the right side of history. We'll keep we'll keep pushing and keep on uh, spreading the good news about the progressive policies that not only built the middle class but will save. The middle class, yet again, from fascism, from libertarianism, from assholeism, from selfishism, from sociopathism, <laughs> from just plain old assholeism. My name is Tara Devon Thanks again. We are on the right side of history. We're on the right side of decency, dignity, and democracy. You guys are the best. Oh wait, right. wait, wait. Stephen Lee says only one hen named Tara. Her sisters are Tiara, Muffin, Blueberry, Tracy, Dawn, Krista, Shirley, and Scarlet. I thought that I thought you had a Stephanie in there. I thought you named after Stephanie Miller. Well that's good. Tiara Muffin Blueberry Tracy Dawn Krista Shirley and Scarlet. aww that's so cute. I wish I had chickens. I don't know. I live in Queens. There's, if I win the lottery, we're moving, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to get a giant plot of land and we will open up an animal shelter. Okay? Like the farm sanctuary. So it'll all, it'll be all kinds of animals, not just cats and dogs, but that, but cats and dogs too. Sound, sound like a plan? All right, good. Thank you so much for hanging out and for making me feel less body dysmorphic disordered and for all your support. I, it's like I don't even want to, I don't want to, I don't want to hit the finish button, but it's going to happen. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you again. I'll see you very soon.